0: Like the 4th of July, there are always fireworks and explosiveness. Who are the top five explosive quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers over the last five years? We'll tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily
1: podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to Locked On, NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. My national scout over with the Draft Network, as well as the host of the Locked On Clemson Tigers podcast. So go check it out and tap in. And as always, thank y'all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every single day. The champ. Is always here with me Monday through Friday. My guy Keith Sanchez. Uh, you can find and follow him on Twitter at the talent code. Keith talk to him, baby.
1: What's up, locked on family? This is Keith Sanchez, senior draft analyst with the Draft Network. Man, and what 2019 national champ with those LSU fighting Tigers, those Bayou Bengals, man. But you know why we're here, man? Myself, Damian Parsons, we are here to bring you championship level content surrounding the NFL draft and DP today. We have a special, it's a special day, right? It's the 4th of July, right? So we're going with some fireworks, right? And we talk about fireworks, we're talking about explosiveness. If y'all been listening to the podcast the past couple of weeks, you know that we ranked guys, right? Off of the past draft, you know, past 10 drafts, right? We ranked guys and said who was the best, right? But we want to go to the most explosive, right? We're going to talk about the most explosive quarterbacks, the most explosive wide receivers, and the most explosive running backs. Yes, those those home run hitters um, that come out of the draft in those three primary positions. We're going to have some fun with this 4th of July edition of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. But, DP, we're going to start with quarterbacks. But before we get started, how about you hit them with our title sponsor?
0: So this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Keith, family, the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks, hey, this is, I'll say this because we had this conversation, right, pre-show. And we're like, okay, are we going to throw quarterbacks in there? Like, are they really explosive? And I was like, yeah, let's just go for it. Then I went through the list. I'm mean, There's some explosive quarterbacks we have. I think this is actually, I'm ready to get it started. So you go ahead and get a name off your top five. I name off my top five because it's actually some exciting names when we talk about the ex, like explosiveness, right? Like the athletes. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have some rather interesting conversations surrounding the most explosive quarterbacks that come out of the past five years. Not for sure. So for at number one,
0: I have Justin Fields. At number two, I have Kyler Murray. Number three, Anthony Richardson. Number four, Malik Willis, and at number five, I have Trey Lance.
1: That is very different. I did did I hit Lamar Jackson on, on your list? You, you wait. You, Lamar you, was you,
0: Lamar was drafted outside of that five year window, if I'm not mistaken, right? He was 2018.
1: Uh, so I 18, think. 19, 20. He he's outside of it. Let let's make... I think so. If you, if
0: you count all this right. class, all like right. 20, he, okay, yeah. So he,
1: he's outside of it. Okay, cool. I'll go this. Because I, I had I had Lamar Jackson at too, but I'm gonna have to bump everybody up, right? So mm-hmm. I had Anthony Richardson one, which was just hard, and it was undeniable to you know turn around the testing numbers, right? Then I went uh, Lamar Jackson. I went Justin Fields. Then I went Kyler Murray. Then I went Trey Lance. Then I went Malik Willis. Um, I, it's a, it's a, it's a list with I mean there's there's proven right. I think Kyler Murray, but people forget how explosive he is, because I wonder if I should bump him up even more, you know, because he's not only yeah. did he do it at Oklahoma, but he's doing it in the NFL also like with his legs, right? Like, like he's scrambling, getting outside of the pocket and making plays with his legs. And I, I would dare to say, right, he's he's a dangerous runner like because he, he can flip the tables with his legs.
0: No, no, 100%. You know, I you know me, I covered, I, I had to write and cover the Cardinals for a couple of years, especially after he was drafted. Um, and watching this, this young man come into the league. And if you got out of your rush lanes and you weren't contained, you weren't playing containment, he was going to hurt you, like gash you for like, not, not, not just the, the 10, 12 yard variety, 30, 40 yards type of gains. If you weren't able to corral him. At before he got before he reached top speed, and the thing with him is like because I'm not, and and it's crazy because I did have him over Anthony Richardson. Long speed, I think Anthony Richardson got him for one. He's taller, that that Mm -hmm. strength that 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 stride means something, right? That's four, four, two, and I even heard that you know during training, he, he actually had hit four, three, eight at 240, 45 pounds, so freak athlete, right? But that stride on the in the long term, you know, in those long runs are legit. Like he can actually, I think he can actually outrun um, Kyler Murray. You know, like if it's the 100, I think he he beats Kyler Murray. I think the 40, we didn't see Kyler run the 40, but I heard that Kyler's 40 was crazy. So like, you know, his speed in the 40 is crazy. So I wouldn't be surprised if Kyler nudged him a little bit in the 40. But, you know, I think with Kyler, man, people really do forget the zone read, the keepers and stuff like that. This kid can hurt you. This young man can absolutely hurt you with his legs. But I think Justin Fields, for me, it wasn't just. I remember he came into the deck, that was after the COVID season. You went with
1: Justin first, right? You went Justin yeah, number Justin one. Feels okay. one. Yeah, Justin Fields number one. That surprised
0: me. Yeah. And I remember he he did a video. He said, I, "I'm basically telling people that he's like he's like that in terms of his speed and that he could hit four 4 And I remember they, that he hit. I think he actually hit four four flat. Uh, while he was training, or somebody had to stop watch and they they timed him, and some people were still a little skeptical. Yeah, you have to watch him in the NFL last year. I don't think anybody should be skipped to anymore. Because like when he puts that foot into the ground and he gets north and south, oh, he's gone. Like he, and he can smoke not just linebackers and defensive linemen, corners and safeties. I, I can't I don't know if it was a Lions. I think he had like a, a crazy long run against um like Packers. I'm pretty sure he's got one against all, all the teams the NFC North. But like last year really showed. His speed in open field oh, is real. It's the real dude. And that first step explosiveness off of the drop back where that where he put, he that back foot hits guys and he's like okay I gotta get out of here and once he makes his mind up oh yeah he can roll.
1: Yeah, I, I want to name somebody that's outside of my top five, and that's UC, UCLA's quarterback Dorian Thompson Robinson because I, I don't think at UCLA, especially the past two years with Chip Kelly being there and them, you know, going different offensively, right? Like this wasn't Dennis Dixon version of, or Marcus Mariota's version of, you know, like Chip Kelly's offense. Um, And you watch the guy, he ran a 4-5-40 and there were clips on film where you see that he was an explosive runner. So I'm excited to see what he can do in the NFL. And you, and you look at these young guys, right? And you look at Dorian Thompson Robinson, you look at Malik Willis, which... You know the conversation has been up and down right and it's it's been an interesting conversation on him and you look at Trey Lance where some about all high caliber athletes so I'm just ready for to see if they get put in positions to be able to use their legs right because we went through the fa- the past five drafts DP and we like hey these are the, the cream of the crop as far as athletes at the quarterback position so if we can just run because I, I and it, I don't seem like I just pick on this guy but Daniel Jones right like we just <laughs> paid him because <laughs> I, 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 but it's just this it's right there right it's, it's recency bias we just paid him mm-hmm. 40 million dollars and the biggest growth that he had was running the ball right like he, he ran the ball more so those three guys like you said Trey Lance Doran Thompson Robinson um, and Malik Willis like they all are high caliber athletes too so I think it'll be interesting to see how you know or if they get the opportunity to kind of run an offense that showcases their, their athleticism Some people might be shocked that we put Trey
0: Lance on ours because it's been so long ago that we've seen him at full strength for a full season. But I I, I remember hearing that his on the GPS he nearly hit twenty two miles per hour at what two hundred and thirty pounds or whatever he's built because he's a big boy. But if you go back to his, I think was it is it North Dakota State? Yeah, Yeah, I think it's North Dakota Dakota State. State. You watch him when on those zone read like he is. There's a matter of fact. Because this is a player that's highlighted for him and Christian Watson, where he, I think he's booking it down the sideline. And I think Christian, I, I can't remember if it's, I think Christian Watson took a screen, and took it vertical, and Trey Lance caught up to him. If I remember, if I remember the play correct, or it could be vice versa. Where what either way, one of them was was up in front of everybody else. The other one caught caught up to him, and they were all basically like side by side. And we know that Christian Watson is an explosive receiver Mm -hmm. in terms of his speed so the fact that trey lance can keep up at top speed or kept up at top speed and you just watched that tape you saw him be able to make those plays with his legs and really hurt defenses uh you know again with his feet and his learning ability down the field everything man so hopefully like i said with him malik will the same thing he 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 may not have been a 4-4 guy but like that initial burst oh yeah he yeah he was kind of twitched up he was twitched up
1: yeah, DP, look, with the quarterbacks, man, we had some name pulls, right? We was able to get into it. I, I tried to throw Lamar Jackson in there. You got me on the technicality, right? So I couldn't put Lamar Jackson in there. He didn't make the top five. He was just outside of that. But DP, we talked about the quarterbacks, right? But they have to throw the ball to the wide receivers. So coming up next, we're going to get into these wide receivers, um, who's been the most explosive, dynamic wide receivers over the past five years. And I'm going to give a little sneak peek. I have a lot of roll tied on my list. So coming up next, we're going to talk about those explosive wide receivers over the past five
0: years. Every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates that are available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and For free. I can tell you now what I really liked about LinkedIn back when I was using it to find jobs myself, that the process was easy. It was was really easy to find the jobs, but also communicate with those that had the jobs posted. And for those that want to post your job, you can do it free and easy. It's easy to create a job post on LinkedIn Jobs. You can add a purple hashtag, hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Use simple tools like the screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills. So LinkedIn Jobs will help you find a qualified Candidates, you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Who are your top five?
1: I'm looking at it. God, yeah, this this is a lot. All right, cool. Oh um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I it was more than what I thought. Jalen Waddle, I put him at number one. I went Jameson Williams number two. I went Henry Ruggs number three. I went Hollywood Brown number four. And then I, but Hollywood might be out of that window. Again. I, I don't, my math might have been a little off when I was making this list, but I'll put Hollywood <laughs> Brown at number four and then John Mechie at number five.
0: I think Hollywood made, yeah, no, he made, it. he just made it. He, he just made ago. it. Okay. He, yeah, that he just okay. made it. So <laughs> we got two of the same. We got two of the same, but the other three are definitely different. I'm, I'm going to go through my list. I got, Say, the top two are the same Jalen water and Jamison Williams at, the, at uh, the number one and number two at number three, I have Jamar chase and number four, I have Quentin Johnston and number five, I have tank Dell.
1: Wow. Okay. I, I but I, I like your, your, your name pulls. Though. I like them because they're not, um, you know, you didn't necessarily just go first rounders and just, you know, who everybody kind of consensus agreed yeah. upon, you know what I'm saying? Um, the tank Dell one that, that one, that that's I think that's a really good name for the Jamar Chase one, DP, because I it's just different, right? Because I, I was around around him every single day. So everybody always yeah. asks me about this like, look, that was the standard, you know what I'm saying? So it's a little bit different from you know, when y'all are able to cut the film on and watch it, it's like I've seen it every day in practice. So I want to ask you about the explosive element. Like, was that something that was part of Jamar's draft profile? Because we also know, too, I don't know if Jamar always played that explosive right like he, like right. sometimes he, he templed himself into his route so much it wasn't i didn't always look and just be like you know what that's just dominant speed but i want to ask you from the outside looking in was that part of his draft profile was that like this is an explosive wide receiver that can like run past anybody
0: yeah i, I always felt like speed was, was one of his strong suits man that that, that ability to work down and work, work the vertical plane was very good for him. And like you said, but and that's what was so different for him because he knew how to tempo his routes. He mm-hmm. also didn't care about inviting contact at the line of scrimmage. So that kind of slowed him up at times. It's like he thrived off of it. Like, Yo, you want to be physical? Cool. I like it. You know what I mean? And that's how he played. But I was like, that's why I always was like, man, if Jamar Chase starts to use his hands and, Beat you guys at the at the line of scrimmage quicker, or we really get to see that speed unfold at a high level. But he plays so—I'm not gonna say he plays at the line of scrimmage, but it's like he really wants you to get physical so he can throw you to the side and you're not in the picture no more. You know what I mean? <laughs> he he plays like a like yeah. a six foot five, two hundred twenty five pound receiver in the contact window, where it's like forget all the finesse, forget all the the, the fancy footwork and all that stuff. Let's, 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 let's tussle. Let's get, let's get physical real quick. And and that's why guys like the Denzel Wards have always kind of annoyed him once he got to the league. Cause they're like, yeah, I'm not doing that, bro. Like I'm about to soft shoe. You, I'm gonna let you get into your, into your release and I'm gonna stay with you. I'm not going to punch you because if I punch you, you're going to hit me back. And then when you hit me, I'm gonna feel it a lot more than, than you feel me. So it's like that, that was one of the main things for me and just, like his ability and then also the explosiveness after the catch. That to me in college, that's when you really saw it. If you hit him on one of them short slants or in breakers, once he catches the ball and it's time to go, oh, he's gone. Like he he pulls away from guys and stacks guys before the ball. If you can't be physical with him and after the catch.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm... I, I agree with it, and I'm glad just to hear, you know what I'm saying, to just get the, to hear that different perspective, right, of just, you know, from when he was going through the draft process and, and how that kind of went. DP, I want to talk about a, a name that maybe some people would be surprised that he did. I don't think he made either one of our list, and that's Jerry Judy because um, I, I I thought about putting him on, but then I thought this. I thought that Jerry, while he can beat you over the top, right, like that is an element to his game, I thought he was more short area quickness, right? Like he's a, I would put quickness by him. Like if you're talking about like elite start-stop ability, I would have put him in that category. But when he's talking about just flat all explosiveness, there were five other guys that I found that I was like, okay, I'm, I would probably put these guys ahead of him.
0: Short area of quickness and change of direction was always a yeah. big thing for him. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like like you said, he can win over the top. We saw that against uh, Seattle this this past season, right mm-hmm. on that that slot fade that was like sixty yards or whatever it was. And you know, he won in the contact when he pulled away deep downfield. But you don't see him like do that all the time. Where his his bread his bread is buttered. By making guys look silly with his routes and his his footwork and like you said that short area of quickness, so that's what that's what I thought about him long and hard too, Keith. I also thought long and hard about Henry Ruggs, and I left Henry Ruggs off because I hmm, I know he was fat, like he timed really fast, but I, so the place the play speed and play explosiveness, I always felt like even with with the Jamar Chase, I'll even say this a Devonta Smith in college, I felt like. Their explosiveness was more was shown more. Where yeah, Henry Russ got like they schemed him up to where he could like get to top speed really quickly. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: yeah, I, I agree. I think that with Henry, his his ability to showcase his explosiveness as it a needs receiver. a runway, in my opinion. Yeah, he needed a runway and it was very specific in usage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I think Devontae Smith and like you said, like a Jamar Chase, it was more verse, you know what I'm saying, and yeah, what they could yeah. do. Uh, but if you like I and I just looked at it I'm like, okay, cool. If I'm running a post-route off coverage, who is more explosive? And that's why I gave Henry Ruggs the nod. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, it's very kind of you know, it's just like, ah, how would I do with this, right? Yeah. Like, cause and 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 then it's still the the kind of stain of where he was just kind of drafted a little bit too high, you know what I'm saying? Like he like in that wide receiver class, exactly. he should have not been the number one wide receiver off the board with DP, we're talking about these wide receivers, right? I think that was we, we agreed on something. Like I said, you had some name pulls, um, had an interesting conversation about Jamar Chase, uh, Jerry Judy. But I want to keep this thing going, and we gotta we like to give our guys some love, right? Let's talk about these these running backs, and I'll say this: this was this was the toughest one for me. This was the toughest um list for me to come up with a top five. So coming up Sounds next, we're gonna we're going to get into these running backs and talk about top five most explosive running backs. Fourth of July locked on NFL Draft edition um, to come out over the past five years. Those explosive
0: home run hitting running backs, guys. And Keith, I'll start it off. This was you said it, this was a difficult list, and I'm looking at my list now and I'm like, all right, who's wh- which which one of these guys are people have a problem with? I think I know, but I'm gonna go ahead and get into it. Number one, I got tra- I got Travis Etienne. Number two, I have Jameer Gibbs. Number three, I have Tajay Spears. Number four, I have Kenneth Walker III. And number five, I have Devin A. Chain of
1: Devon A. Chain. The Texas a Kenneth Walker is an interesting one. I would have not expected you to put him on your list. Um, Max, why? So, like, I even went back because I,
0: I not not for this exercise, but, like, scouting him last year. When he, when he came out in the 2022 draft, when I scouted him, I actually went back and watched him at, at Wake Forest as well because he was a transfer from Wake Forest to uh, to Michigan State. And it was the same thing. Even when he moved up in competition, because people will tell you the defenses in the Big Ten are better than the defense in the ACC, his speed was still legitimate. And he opened his season out with Michigan State with like an 80-yard run where he was untouched and everything. And then you see him in the NFL, and that speed translates, the burst, the explosiveness. To be able, especially in the zone game, to be able to, won't be a one cut plant and go runner, and it's hard to contain him because how quickly he can gear up. And then if you're not listen, he, matter of fact, <laughs> he, he got the Saints on on the on the long run this past yep. season when he early I think early this is before he was a starter, but zone run he cut it back and he just took off. So for me, he was a guy that I thought about because I it was it was between him and Brees. And I always felt like his speed and his burst was just superior to Breeze Hall's, even though they tested in in similar ways in the forty. I don't really care about the forty as much because uh, to me, it's more so what you do on the field in play.
1: Yeah, all right, so cool. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and knock mine out, and I, I I might be on that threshold window again. You have to uh, you have to let me know. So I went, <laughs> Jamir, I went Jameer Gibbs number one. I went Travis ATN, number two. I went Saquon Barkley number three. That's the threshold was I, I need I need a, a, a stat check on that. Um <laughs> Bijan Robinson, I went number four. Then number five, I ain't know who to put, man. I had I had like <laughs> Bre- Brees Hall. I like Brees Hall was a question, right? Israel Bandicanda, the, the running back from Pitt, and it's yeah. it's crazy that they're both in the same class. Um, I thought about Tariq Cohen. Out of NCA, but he—I'm pretty sure he's way past that that draft mark or the five-year mark. Yeah, um, Barkley Na- just missed it. Yeah, or well, Barkley just missed it. Okay, so then I could throw on Brees Hall and Israel Bandakanda, and then my last one would be, or my question mark would be Najee Harris, because uh, I, I did mm. think that he was an explosive player once in the open field. Um, you know, you, you you can see the speed. So, um, it was it was tough, man, because explosiveness also, and I I would even I would throw in Brees Hall throwing Israel Bandicanda and I was throwing divine H and it was it was different because these guys are gonna make your explosive running back list, right? But and that goes to the running back traits, that explosiveness and like straight line speed doesn't always equate to great running no. back. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what we had to see because Automatically, you don't hear names like Nick Chubb and you know some of these other you know backs that 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 have been really good. Dalvin Cook, right? Like you know, dominant running back in the NFL. But it's like, okay, when we talk about explosiveness, like is he one of the most explosive running backs to come out of the past drafts? And it's probably not. But you know, it's, it's just crazy how it, it applies to certain position and do not necessarily apply to others.
0: No, one hundred percent. I know someone's thinking, listening whether a Dolphins fan or uh, Aggies fan, like. DPU tripping.
1: How is
0: Devon H. chain number five? And it's similar to what we talked about with Jamar Chase in terms of how he tempos. H. chain and you saw, you did see it with his 40. His 10-yard split was a 1-5-1, but he still ran 4-3-2. He, to me, his explosiveness is really good, but his long speed once he hits top gear is where it's different, where that, that's that track. You know what I mean? Knowing how to pace himself through the first couple meters, the first couple yards, and then when he needs to turn on the Jets, and it I'm gonna be honest with you, when you watch him run, I don't. It's like he's not even moving that fast, but you're watching him pull away from guys. So when I'm watching Devin A-Chain, like it's a little different when you watch like a Chris Johnson and some of the other really explosive backs we've seen over the over the years, right? Even Gibbs, like you could tell Gibbs is is moving, right? But I'm watching Hachem, yeah, I'm would, just like, and, and, he don't and not look he's you moving love, that fast.
1: Nah, DP, I agree with you with the with the Hachem. Uh, conversation because you you didn't see four three speed on film like I, I would say he almost looked like a four or five guy right like it just yeah. and that's because he never he never turned it on he's a very and there's nothing wrong with that right like we're not knocking you know him as a player because he you know how fast he plays but it was such tempo right and it was not and maybe there just was another not a lot of design runs where it was like okay just hit the hole and show your explosiveness there was a lot of you know br- you know broken tackles he's a slippery type of running back and it wasn't just explosive hit the hole and go so I can see why he came in number five he didn't even make my list and that was just so the purpose of I know how fast he is like I, I've been knowing Devon H. hand since he was at um Fort Marshall you know what I'm saying Fort Ben Marshall in Houston right I know he's a fast guy but we're talking about guys that you know we've seen on film and that's why he didn't make my list but obviously I can recognize that he you know he's a fast running back and I, I wanted to highlight because I'm telling you that 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 the first three,
0: which was Travis Etienne, Jameer Gibbs, and Tajay Spears, that was a that was hard for me because I, you know, what I'm saying because like I I I've, I'm living here in the Carolina. Etienne's burst and explosiveness was different when he was in college. It's really good in the NFL too. Like he's still one of the more explosive backs in the league. But just watching him in college was different. But Tajay Spears getting to, you you know, what I'm saying we always talk about like guys who with big arms. You want to be live and in person so you can feel. The arm talent, the field of power, right? Remember mm-hmm. last year, 2022, at the Senior Bowl, we're watching Malik Willis throw in the rain. Everybody else was struggling. Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett couldn't hit, hit the side of a barn. All them guys were struggling. It was like it was pouring rain. And Malik Willis out there throwing hot missiles. You could hear the thud as it hits the hands in the, in the, some of the tight ends that wanted to hit their hands. They were trying to body catch it. You know what I mean? Cause that's how, how hard it was. That was the experience I had this year. This 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 year in January with Tajay Spears, Keith, watching this kid in live in person. Shout out to Jim Nagy for the field access because being out there like and being so close when he pulled away, oh, it was over. There was no catching Tajay Spears, and it's even more impressive because he doesn't have any ACLs. So it's like, how is that even possible? You know what, <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> like, how is this possible for this man to shift gears like a Lamborghini or whatever, fa- insert your favorite, your favorite fastest car and to be able to do these type of things it wasn't just one or two runs. It was like one or two runs per period, you know, yeah. in each practice. Like, and it was just, he was, his speed was real. I, I was happy to get a chance to really feel that up close and personal because you just saw a dude moving at a different speed than everybody else down in Mobile. So I wanted to shout out Tajay Spears and give him some love.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's one name, if I had to reconsider again, maybe I would have slid him in at five, would be uh, Tajay Spears. But man, I, I, I listen, I, I like this, right? We're talking about Fourth of July edition. We're talking about explosive players. And like we said, explosiveness doesn't always translate to you know talent on the field right but i think we brought up some interesting names the quarterback conversation was really interesting with those back end you know those last three guys the wide receiver position that pretty much you know like i, I feel like that kind of stayed on par minus uh henry henry russ and then transitioning to the running backs we had a really running good running back conversation to wrap up the show but dp man look that's the locked on nfl draft Fourth of July edition, explosive fireworks. I think that was a a really good conversation.
0: No, it was, man. Guys, we appreciate y'all for tapping in with us. Happy Fourth, y'all. You know, enjoy your t- you know cookout, grill, have a good time with the family on today after you listen to the show, of course, because we appreciate y'all for making Lockdown NFL Draft your first listen today and every day Monday through Friday, uh, guys. Of course, as always, go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. We're getting back into the scouting notebook, uh, getting into those wide receivers on tomorrow uh, on the next episode. We gonna get into those wide receivers for this twenty. 24 up and coming draft class. Who is it? Still Marvin Harrison Jr. at number one. Spoiler alert. Yes, it is. But who's at two, three, four and everything else? We'll tell y'all later on in the week. So tap in with us on tomorrow, guys. But as always, in terms of Twitter, you can find Keith Sanchez at The Talent Code. I'm Damian Parson, DP underscore NFL. Not just find us, but go follow us and talk to us, cause we talk back. All right. So as always, come and join the come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.